welcome everyone to the Diamond in the Buff podcast, a Survivor Superfan podcast looking at all the outwitting, the outplaying and the outlasting. You are tuning into the very first recap of Australian Survivor Heroes vs. Villains. We're looking at week one, which is the first three episodes. My name is Simon and it is a pleasure to have back for another season my main man and co-host, Gav. What's up, dude? G'day, mate. Yes, we are back and um, unfortunately there's um, two missing with... Had to blindside two of our favourites, um, which is what the cutthroat game is. Um, but in all seriousness, um, we've lost Beth and Jacob for this season, but we do thank them for their previous three. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's a it's a tough game, Survivor, but you know, them's how it goes. But in serious, um, it was great having them through, and we'll we're really excited to kind of get back um, to an Australian Survivor one. This is where it all started for us and the podcast as we know it. Um, so it feels nice to get back after a couple of US seasons does feel slightly different. I don't know if it's a better or worse thing. I've actually really enjoyed the first week. Do you... you you're getting this kind of like... It, it feels like Australian Survivor this time there. Three big episodes as well. Three long episodes to go in. And, and just quickly touch on... Um, we're doing this in person, so cheers. Yes, uh, cheers, Having man. a beer together and cheersing um, and discussing it all. But yeah, three big episodes to break down. Um, classic long Survivor, long weeks. But um, I think it's been good. Um, returning players, everything to break... Um, break down at all. Yeah, so five hours basically of, of Survivor over the cost of first week. I know for the the other Australian season, like it started three nights a week and then it kind of went back to two. We were on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. We're back to Sunday this week. It's yep. all over the shop, but it's great to kind of you know record in person. And we're just going to be churning these ones out. Hopefully, you know every week or so, catching up with as as much Survivor there is to be had. But um, yeah, it's been good. Back in Samoa, um, you back. like. Yeah, like I, I like it. They've obviously got restrictions that have been lifted um, as well now, so they can go somewhere that feel. I think I love that they were able to do um, things at home still in, in in Australia, but it's nice to. It feels a bit more Survivor ish. Yeah, with location. Yeah, the outback was kind of cool actually. I like really warm. But we spoke about it a bit in terms of what they kind of did with it to showcase Australia and stuff like that, but. Yeah, as they said, you know, back to their roots, Samoa. Um, they've got the beach, and it just kind of feels you feel Survivor. But um, oh, you said that before. Like, there's a lot of people, a lot of people that we know playing this season. A lot of people um, who have played before. I think we're naturally gonna talk about a lot of the tribe mates as it goes. Um, usually, it'll take a few episodes to get across everyone when it's new. Yeah. But we've had yeah, as I said, five hours Survivor. Most of the people we actually know. Um, so I think we're going to be talking about these big personalities up the top, um, huge personalities. I think, yeah, it, it's, I think it's been pretty well cast so far as well. Like it's, um, they're all enjoyable to watch, but the edit must be hard because, um, how do you fit that many personalities into, into one episode sort of thing? Yeah, exactly. I think I like, okay, first we have the heroes versus villains theme. Um, do you, do, it's been weird, I think, a little bit. I don't know. It's hard for me to be like, you know, oh, who's a villain? Who's a hero? I think they've done a pretty good job. Do you like the heroes versus villains thing? Or do you think anyone's been kind of miscast a little bit? Well, with the US seasons, obviously, they've done a heroes versus villains and they're all... The whole group is returning players, whereas this one, it's a handful of returning, a handful of people where they've just categorised them based on whether it be their profession and a stereotype that... Um, they must be a villain because of their job or yeah. they're a sports player so they must be a hero sort of thing. So a lot of them have just been thrown into a certain 
um, loose connection to to the theme. But I think, look, it still works. It's You've still got two tribes, and at the end of the day, they could call it whatever they want. You've got yeah. some returning, some not. I think it's been kind of cool. I, I did think yeah, it's interesting where they've drawn the line with people who haven't played. Um, I didn't quite grasp the story of the Miss Universe person kicking Grease down the stairs or something. Did you understand what was going on there? I, I, and I haven't even looked it up, but she <laughs> she denied it, but then said, uh, what'd she say, that if, if she did it, she wouldn't have got back up yeah. or something like that. So maybe hint, playing up the, the villain tag by saying, yeah. I've got this, this mean streak about me still though, so maybe that's what makes me a villain, but... Yeah, it's it's a very loose fit that one as well. <laughs> and the the only other one that stood out, and I, I it's nice and I get it, but like I think Haley, even she spoke to it herself. Like she's she's the less of the heroes there, and yep. that's no knock to her. I think it's just the way that she's playing. Yeah, she was saying like you know the strategically, I think she's ahead of some of the others in a real kind of villainy way. But um, obviously they have this Haley and George thing. Yep. Um, which they've put them against each other, but we'll talk about it later. I think they're kind of on the same page a little bit. I with... think I think so, and they were, and I think it's just because there's a grudge in terms of how the votes went that season. That's the they weren't against each other in that season. They were actually pretty close together. It's just the votes didn't fall the way George expected. Yeah. The only other thing was, do you think this is the last kind of and the only week where we've had heroes villains, they're four down now. Is this is this the only podcast where we're going to be talking strictly a heroes and villains tribe? Are you thinking there's going to be a shuffle early? Well, I think they're four down. I think it's almost drop your buffs time. So it's the the way it's happened. It's going to force force the hand. I think it's a force the hand because yeah. we usually don't see four people sit out from a, a challenge, which is where we're at now. Well, and and we'll and we'll touch on it, but it could have either it could have easily been five down, and it could have easily been th- three down yeah. as well. So, like, meaning there's there's so many different variations on what's happened. But um, yeah, look, it's an interesting week. They I think they do like to shuffle that up early. Yeah. So and it, and once again, it's Australian Survivor. So how many twists we'll have to have the the counter on, and how many twists <laughs> we get through. That's it, because I probably segueing quite neatly into what makes things feel a little bit different now they're watching Australian Survivor instead of US. It's like, as much as I love it, Live and Brit, like, I really, really enjoyed watching it and it, it hits my Survivor kind of, um, I guess, vein in terms of what they give you. It is still feels in the lane of the Channel 10 reality TV with some of the production choices um, in terms of the long intros and the building up the characters and some of the things they do... We, we spoke in the chat just before the the weird kind of bum shots yeah. early. Like, I don't know. It, it just, it does feel reality TV more than the US one. Yeah, it was a bit of almost like your, your Love Island sort yeah. of Bachelor in Paradise sort of style show to start with. We did comment about how many butt shots we'd had in the first episode, but... Yeah, it's it's sort of nice. Like you, you love watching the first episode when you're trying to meet everyone, but it, it is good to get just into the game as well. Like to get past that, um, get past the long intros and the backstories and who is this person, and just get into what we love about the show. Yeah, exactly. All right, so we're gonna kind of you know do the pods as we've had you know for all of the seasons that we've done previous. Um, we are kind of looking at getting rid of some of the segments because we're gonna do multiple episodes in one pod. I think we're just going to kind of talk to how it's happened, you know, episode by episode. Um, but before we get into it, 
I think we can, you know, maybe just talk about a, a couple of the characters, uh, three to four. I think there's a few that are re- really interesting and have got a lot of screen time and are probably tip of the tongue for both of us. But, um, yeah, is there a couple of people that you think we should just kind of, like, talk about before we get into the episode? Well, King George, we're talking yeah. about George's hat and George's tat. So, like, his hat and his tat have been probably, across the first three episodes, they've been pretty pretty high screen time. Um my first note for George was a tattoo, what the fuck? <laughs> like, like, yeah, it's it's an interesting one. Um, it doesn't look good. I, I'll, I'll just say yeah. that. I mean, I know there's there's some bad tats out there, but I, I'm yeah. not sure. He could have done something a bit more... Like, it doesn't look well done. <laughs> I do, Yeah, I mean, honestly, I think it's ridiculous. I don't hate it. The yeah. fact that he's got this tattoo... It, it, Fuck, it leans straight into his character. Mm. The only thing I was like, it's a shame that we have these individual individual immunity necklaces that look quite beautiful and yeah. his season one probably <laughs> doesn't lend itself to be tattooed in your chest as well as other ones. No. But the fact that he kind of had this as this reveal as he took off his shirt yeah. was so funny. Um, yeah. It would have been a shame and I'll, I'll, I won't talk to it because I think we're going to talk a bit, you know, soon, but... It would, would, would have been a shame to see him go out quite early. So I th- think the fact that we've got hopefully a lot of George to come um, is a really good thing because obviously he's you know one of the biggest characters we've seen in Australian Survivor and all the promos have been around him and I'm, I'm looking forward to everything that we're going to see. He's, he's really leaned into as well, like meaning he, he knows he was going to be a threat regardless. He's, he's a self-proclaimed um, king as well, so... <laughs> Why? Why not just show everyone that you're playing that I've, I've tattooed this on, to, on yeah. me. This is who I am. Um, I wonder whether he might permanently get that his his scar tattooed on his face. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, he's got another survivor mark now as well. He might be able to like recreate that into some sort of crown. I don't know. But, um, yeah, I think he he's he just every kind of um you know off cat off um tribal like he sit down to the camera speech and even every time he votes the way he talks to the camera. The whole king gimmick, I just think it's fantastic. I think he's got one, you know, foot in the game, which is, uh, you know, better than two feet compared to some of the other ones, and one foot, like, about his personality and his, like, how he's being viewed and his character, but either way, I just think it's it's great TV at the moment, and we'll see how he goes, yeah. but I think... <laughs> Absolutely agree, yeah. Um, only a couple others until we will get into Survivor, but... Um, I was interested in in Shawnee only because you know she's the third three time player now, most in Australian Survivor. Part of me when we were getting these like slow reveals of who was going to be on the show, it was like, oh, Shawnee again? Am I like really into that? How, what does she bring? Um, do we need her for a third time? And then quickly it felt like the answer was yes. Like <laughs> she's just she's fantastic. She's good. I like the way she's kind of playing. I think immediately she's just kind of. She's got something to her more than the others that kind of draws you in. And, like, I think Australian Survivor have kind of picked a few people to prop up the show, and um, she's been one to, to watch, I think. For sure. I was looking forward to seeing her play as well. And it does look early on that she's come with uh, more strategy than she probably has in the past. Like, she's done all right um, in previous seasons, but I think she's um, already showing that she's got a bit of a, like a plan for this season at least. And um, she's coming across quite smart with um, shields and whatnot and protecting her for a game going forward. So, yeah, yeah, she's 
probably plays the whole wishy-washy kind of um, ditzy type, yeah. but she's she's a, a lot more than that, I feel. Yeah, for sure. Did you have anyone you wanted to talk about? Well, we were both disappointed, and um, what was it, Angelie, that, yeah. like, meaning she was somebody I, I, I would have liked to have seen go a bit further, just what she was going to offer. Um, when we And we both made mention it was a, it yeah. was a shame um, that she, she did go, and realistically, <laughs> she might not have gone had they had she not thought that she was getting blindsided early, but um, yeah. she was the bad pancake, so... <laughs> That's um, it. She was bad pancake, and she opted in for drama yeah. over everything, which, yeah, I was on the same wavelength. Usually, and maybe it's because we don't get as much time with some of the, the people who get voted off first, especially in the US Survivor, where you barely know their name, yep. um, but it did feel like she had a lot to offer, at least from a viewing perspective, um, and the fact that you know, making a choice to align yourself to two people who are not present for the first immunity challenge due to, or the um, tribal council due to injury really kind of um, puts you on no man's land um, a little bit. But yeah, it was yeah. it was a rough trot for her. It's always a rough trot for the first out. But um, yeah. I, I feel a lot of a lot of this week anyway. The screen time went to your, your returning players. Yeah. So we got to see, and we'll go into a lot, we got to see a lot of um, Stevie, we got to see a lot of your namesake in Simon. Um, yeah. <laughs> sort of, um, so yeah, we, it was pro- kind of obvious that they were going to get, draw more of the, of the attention. One one person I've been disappointed that we haven't seen too much of yet is Nina. Yeah. So, like, meaning it was kind of, everyone, she was a fan favourite early and, was, and um, was injured, but we just haven't kind of seen much of her yet. Yeah, so. 100%. The only one I got down, because I feel like there's only one big moment that was to talk to her, and I think we need to do it, because otherwise it may get lost in the notes, because it wasn't you know tied to anything in the game, but Rogue is a brand new kind of player that we haven't seen. Yeah. She's the hero. She's the only real hero in her eyes, it seems. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't get much apart from this two to three minute montage on the first uh, episode, which was an absolute train wreck of her speaking to everyone on the tribe. Obviously, there was a couple of moments in particular, the one with, you know, Nina just mentioned before in terms of this insanely ignorant comment (laughs) um, about her being more African-American than she was. I don't know, yeah, like, meaning that doesn't even do it justice, (laughs) calling her insanely ignorant, but, yeah, wow. Yeah, it is. And it it did kind of set up for, like, okay, here's someone that will potentially go home first. Um, But then we've seen, you know, this whitewash of of heroes, you know, dominating all the the big immunity challenges um, for this first week. So, you know, we didn't really even get to see what they're going to be like um, in terms of the dynamic in the first vote. Um, But it was interesting um, (laughs) to to, to see that before we kind of really got into any of the actual, um, you know tribes making decisions and stuff like that so not a you can see she's going to be interesting to watch like even in the last episode where she was she had to put a reluctantly had to sit out of the challenge yeah and she was like oh i'm quick though but um you know she's gonna yeah be there to ruffle some feathers but i don't i don't see her lasting very long yeah me either i think you know um statements aside like something that's gonna uh you know speak her mind sometimes it's a place uh, a time and a place in Survivor and we'll see that um, and you know we saw it with kind of Mimi towards the end of um, this week which we will get to but I think we just kind of start where we were for the first episode now like we've we've had this tradition now like 
of this you know tribe uh, challenge straight away. Um, grab everything you kind of can and, and get up. Um, thing. Did you uh, anything to kind of say about this first challenge where we met everyone? Um, I liked it. It was it was organized chaos as it kind of yeah. all, always is. Um, props to Simon from like already pl- playing the part of the villain. Like I, I liked it. Yeah. I, I kind of liked how he played that early. Whether it be <laughs> stealing from the top kind of thing, it was yeah. it was a good strategy to kind of let them uh, let the heroes put everything on that second level, and then he starts just stealing it and yeah. Yeah, it was it was your standard kind of on the ship jump off, take what you can sort of yeah. sort of challenge. Um, but once again, yeah, heroes dominated through mostly through Sean. But um, yeah, a thing with Sean, we've seen him just kind of dominating. Um, first one, yeah, was great. I thought I thought the same with Simon stealing from the top, and then even grabbing Sean was yep. kind of like funny villainy stuff. Yeah, the only thing I thought was interesting was. The other people like just like tackling each other immediately. Yeah. Like I just it felt like a, this is Australian Survivor because they don't kind of lay out the rules as hard and fast as yep. they do in the American one. It's kind of like oh let's see how it goes. What's good for TV? I didn't know it's like fair game to just kind of like tackle people while you're grabbing stuff. Yeah. Um. That was weird. But it, yeah, it was like it, it felt like the way they said it. Like one tribe gets everything. One tribe gets nothing. You just, like, everyone grab something and get up the top as quick as possible, yeah? Well, yeah, meaning if you're spending... Knowing how the how the challenge finishes, I think if you spend too long um, wrestling somebody and you're not up the top with the rest of your <laughs> yeah. tribe sort of thing, um, you're going to get nothing anyway, so it's a lot of wasted energy early, yeah. perhaps, but, yeah. Yeah. But it's a good kind of first one where we yeah. see everyone, um... I think really we go straight into like the next immunity challenge is the the next thing I've got. Well, it's a big talking point, I think. Yeah. So, and we both said it at the time that there would have been a few nervous um, people on the production crew. I, I think because if you're going to bring big names back and and they're they're all over the buses, billboards, promos, and for them to be injured in the first challenge, and and I'm talking obviously about George as well as well as Jackie, but to a lesser extent. Yeah. And if they were to be like medevaced in the first episode, it kind of would have been like a bit of catastrophe because you would have been hoping George goes fast because it's it's going to be your promos, it's going to get people watching sort of thing as well. So it was just a unnecessary kind of part of that challenge, like just spinning them around and dumping. Like it's got spinal injuries written yeah. all over it. I think they're lucky, to be honest, that only two got injured. And I'm not sure whether it was just something that we didn't see that they kind of did call a bit of a halt and said hey don't worry about doing this part as much because I, yeah. I can't actually remember now whether we saw them everyone doing that I know early we did but then after that whether there were more or not but yeah. yeah I'm not sure it was just interesting watching straight away kind of we have to go okay the way the challenge was set up it, it really did feel like it was negligent if not dangerous um, and we were talking like we know from like you know um people who've played the show and stuff, usually everyone, like, everyone will get a walkthrough. They'll probably be told how to do it. But it, it, as far as we, you know, aware, like, I just, I think it was set up in a way that you're kind of throwing these people, you know, head first into, like, a shallow pool of mud. Like, I just don't understand why they were doing it. It just feel, felt immediately like this could go wrong. And when we were watching it on the catch and George and Jackie at the same time, because they're running at this thing and getting flung over. I know people are standing there saying, you need to duck and roll. Um, 
it's not as easy for I think everyone. But that's not in everyone. That's easy yeah. for kind of people who are probably a bit more agile, athletic based. It it's not a very normal action, and I don't think the duck and rolls. You still could get catapulted onto your back, and yeah, I think it was just like I know we've had dangerous challenges before, <laughs> but I think yeah, when you you don't want players to get medevaced, uh, yeah, as a production sort of thing as well because that's what you're paying all this money for them to come back and and play and be the face of the season. Yeah, I we were sitting there going, this challenge was set up and it looked like to put people in unnecessary risk of spinal injury, just like the way it was. And like, it didn't feel like it was good enough. Uh, we have Jackie now out after 24 hours. We were watching it going, I think she's done her collarbone, like yeah. immediately, yeah. Um, potentially concussion for George. Um, and this is on the back of Nina's fractured ankle last year. Yeah. Less probably, you know, negligent, more, who knows. But even, I just think there needs to be a little bit more kind of duty of care with some of these challenges. I know things happen, it's like it's Survivor, but like, let's have someone, if they fall over off a cargo net, like, okay, yeah. we can't reduce the risk, but yeah. let's not throw people headfirst into a, you know, Shell- a pool a shallow <laughs> bucket, <laughs> on yeah. the second challenge of the, you know, the whole series. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, I just... It, it was a, a dampener on the thing and it had made for some interesting ripples later, but it was just, yeah, I think we're all sitting there kind of crossing our fingers going, this would be, you know, just awful as a viewer to to get kind of two people out for no real reason straight off the bat. Um, yeah, definitely. But yeah, the only thing else I've got down from this challenge is what are your thoughts on the slow-mo finish that kind of dictates who's going to win? <laughs> like when they're throwing things to kind of break obstacles and then they slow-mo in on one it's like oh okay I know who's going to win now <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel if it's if it's kind of an obvious outcome anyway it's a it's a waste but look they've got their editing for a reason yeah. <laughs> if, if I'm on that team I'm doing a slow-mo <laughs> <laughs> no I, I look it doesn't annoy me as much it just makes it kind of more obvious I suppose and yeah and I, I don't know kind of another way of about it and how you do it so yeah yeah no, that's cool so before we kind of get to the tribal cancel um of the first episode so now they have like this dilemma the villains tribe loses we go back to beach people are talking whether George and Jackie are going back what should we doing should we have a contingency plan um it did feel like it like if they're not going to be back on the beach um, early enough, they're not going to kind of rock up and they're going to be at tribal council. So yeah. did feel like they needed a backup plan. This is kind of where we got the whole Steve versus shiny thing. Did you, uh, did you like this kind of story point? Oh, so what is it? A water off a duck's back under a bridge. They couldn't get there. <laughs> yeah, <that's it. laughs> they, they couldn't, couldn't decide whether they wanted to say it's just water under the bridge or water off a duck's back. So I love the back and forth between, between that. So, um, Oh, look, it's it's a kind of an unnatural rivalry that, to be honest, if they yeah. didn't bring it up, I probably wouldn't have remembered it. Yeah. Um, it's, it's not that memorable for me, but it's it's good to see kind of another two two um, contestants kind of pitting against yeah. each other with, with their own little agendas that they've got that they've gone into. And I think that's a big thing. There's, a, there's some players, and as we'll talk about it a bit later on as well, that have an agenda that they want to kind of sort or or make right or cut out on top in some way. Yeah, Yeah. it's interesting, these people with these agendas. I think, because Simon said it really well in terms of, he's like, if 
I'm talking to someone who's not an experienced or, or a past player, I'm already well ahead of the game because, because I know how these things work and, and, you know, the timing of what you need to say and some of the things that where you need to keep them on side. And I, like, I was like, that's great. Like, he, he, I think he's bang on with a few of those things. Um, but when it does come to this agenda, they've got baggage. Are you going to, you know, make that kind of cloud your judgment? And with Stevie, I love the fact that he's come in with this, like, revenge plot against Shoney. Yeah. Uh, but he kind of was airing it a little bit too much early in votes where he he wasn't really going after her yet. I think he's smart enough to pick his moment, but he's yep. still kind of putting it out there to the point where Shoney knew that he was throwing out his name. Yep. Um, he was in trouble later. So I'm glad that we still have this Stevie versus Shoney thing that we can kind of build towards. But I, I feel like, that's yeah, a cute yeah. little backstory. <laughs> as, that's, that's just something that's going on in the background sort of thing. Um, when there's probably bigger bigger um, rivalries. Yeah, yeah. So I guess two things, I think, with the Tribal Council of the first one. One that you put up on the poll on our Instagram. Everyone follow if you haven't done already. Um, I guess, is it fair for people to miss Tribal Council with injury? Um, yeah. I don't know how the vote went in the end. What's your thoughts? It, look, I'd love to have got a few more votes, but yeah, the majority thought that if, if you missed, if you weren't fit enough, kind of, to come back, I don't. I feel there should be at least, and I don't know how they they do it, but you you then yeah you are effectively you've got immunity for that yeah for, um for that tribal council um and it, it could have been that two players came back into the game having missed um Mister Tribal and then someone else left um and then obviously the 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 fact that they said, yes, one is injured, one, they kind of said, might be coming back mm. being George. Um, do you still want to go ahead with the vote? So it's an interesting one saying, I think sometimes in, in past seasons they've gone, they've made the decision for the tribe. Like they haven't yeah. made them vote. They haven't got up to that level and the timing was just brilliant when they got those medical reports <laughs> yeah. back that they, right after they'd voted. Yeah. But they, they have said, look, um, it's no good for this player so um, you don't have to go to tribal tonight sort of thing. Yeah. But they've, I didn't mind that they put it back on him and made kind of a, um, an eth- ethical, not so much ethical decision, but you know what I mean, um, a decision on the spot there going, yeah. are we going to go into this being two down, potentially three down, or are we just going to um, yeah. scrap it? Yeah, I think it'd be hard, um, I guess, for them to, yeah, as I said, kind of George and Jackie miss everything and like, oh, if you're fit, you kind of kind of have to be as a vote yep. uh, option. And so I, I think I think they made the right decision in terms of they get to miss it, but there is this flow and effect because as you said, it's basically an immunity for them. Yep. Um, with George in particular, someone who was the the key target for a lot of people in that first one, and I think we'll see. Like I know I get the shield talk; um, it makes sense. We've seen it in past seasons where the timing of having someone towards the end in front of you is critical. Um, for them to go just before you get to the end. But we'll see that, like, the longer George gets into this game, <laughs> the, yeah. the harder it's going to be. Now he's got an idol. I'm getting a little bit of ahead of myself. Yeah. But I, it was it was really kind of almost critical timing if George was going to get injured. This was the one for him to, to get through. Yeah. Um, but you can't play it. You know, you're just going to have to lay it where it lies. Maybe they threw him headfirst on purpose. <laughs> oh, yeah. um, but then the second point is kind of what you've said now. Okay, they all vote. Do we, we have a decision? 
to kind of still read the votes or not. Um, and obviously they did. Yep. Um, did they say as well? And they said that vote or that decision had to be unanimous as well, didn't it? They definitely did, but it felt like JLP said that like quieter towards the end of the decision making. Yeah. Okay. Because it wasn't like a vote to say who wants to go ahead with the vote. It was, nah. But then it it did seem like it was. Although Shawnee thought she was potentially up as well, yeah. so she was a bit more reluctant to go ahead. She thought she could have been blindsided, but yeah, she was. She was probably more. Angelie was more probably pro voting, where Shawnee was a bit more reluctant to go with that first vote. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I think the big thing was because I was the same. The unanimous one. I think they made the right decision in like if you're very confident someone's going to going home. Yep. Th- this whole game is about beating everyone else. So mm. if you've got an option to get rid of someone why, why would you keep them yep. I know there's arguments about keeping the tribe strong but I think when you sit people out like it's not a huge it's not going to be a huge loss and they know who was going to go home the big thing was Angela I know she said that you know I opt in for drama but if you're missing your two alliances even yeah. the way that JLP which I want to talk about because I think his questions this season so far in tribal council have been critical to some of the decision making yeah, yeah. <laughs> um felt a little bit leading to kind of get her maybe in the headspace of, oh, I'm not safe. Um, hindsight's twenty twenty. It felt like if it was unanimous, maybe her best play was like, oh, hang on a second, I'm not comfortable reading these out. Um, but, you know, we have a situation where they read it out, they felt obligated to do it because they're villains. And um, we yeah. see so her being the first one out, maybe she can say she's the second because Jackie's always already gone because you don't want that mark no. up. <laughs> That's and that's the thing. So, and they they had the sh- um the showing of of Jackie and um, George and her becoming that type. Yeah. Three. She could have re- look fair game for her for willing to play regardless. But if she had have realised, well, two of my mates aren't here, like you just said, I don't want to go ahead with it. If I'm playing and I'm if I feel that I'm in a strong position, I'm definitely going. Well, yeah, this we could get two down, which moves me ahead still. Which and these two two weren't part of my original alliance anyway. I'm, yeah. I'm I'm going for the vote regardless as well. I think, yeah, moving forward you want to be the last person there, and it's it's a free free boot out. Yeah, exactly. Well, it was first step down, two hour one. Um, yeah, sad to see Angela leave. I think a little bit, but it is what it is. Um, yeah. move on to the second out unless you've got anything from the first. No, nah, nothing. Else. We're gonna smash. <laughs> we get George's triumphant return looking oh, truly God. awful. <laughs> yeah, like, it's a lot worse. Like, I'm wanting to keep progress. I hope hope he sticks around so we can see yeah. see this this head mark progress through through time. But, yeah, he, he, he looked well and truly very worse for wear. He was not looking good. Split open, no, no swollen. I tell you what he looked like. He looked like a guy who had been thrown headfirst into a shallow mud pool. hundred <laughs> percent. And I, the, look, nothing. I'm not knocking the um, Samoan medical system because I don't know too much about it. But maybe their their glue for is not as clear as some of ours for like repairing, uh, like cut open heads and stuff. Yeah, I don't, maybe yeah. it was George going like, actually, I want to look like I've been in a bar fight and had a pipe to my face, like. It was, he was, I was quite shocked, like, when he walked in on how bad he looked. And we had that moment where he was quite upset. Um, he's like, think, I, I thought that was quite a, a poignant 
emotional moment for a little bit. Like, I thought it was. It was good to kind of, you know, it was seeing him look the way he was, speak directly to the camera about, you know, this opportunity could have been taken away from me. But even just thinking about his health and stuff like that, um, yeah, I thought that was... Well, yeah, he, show, he showed a vulnerable side, which, yeah. was, which was cool as well. Like, it's not... He doesn't have this... He's, he doesn't have this um, character where he's just going to go out and talk shit and pretend he's all this. Um, he's also got a softer side as well. Yeah. Which is nice. <laughs> we, get, we get the triumphant return. I know, like, Simon and Geordie are kind of like sniggering about how big it's going to be. Yeah. It's getting baptised. I don't know what that was about. No. But... <laughs> that, that was awkward. Awkward viewing. <laughs> uh, it was funny, I guess, but I mean, I didn't have anything else until going to like our first reward challenge. Um, we got, we, and we, we talk about him later. We, we got to see a lot of, a lot more of Michael this episode yeah. as well. Um, <laughs> and he was, he had, I reckon, more deer in the headlight moments than any other contestant I've ever seen. Like, he, I wrote down that the the game just he seemed like well ahead of him. He wasn't ready for it, and even you you spoke earlier about um, Simon how he'd have conversations with people. Yeah, Michael was a big one that he had a conversation going. It was like, hey man, you're here to play Survivor. Like, come on, play, yeah, like, step up. Like, I'm not gonna do everything for you. Like, this is this is it. This is your chance. Like. But he kind of didn't know what to say, didn't know what to do. He was... Yeah. I, th- I think he was just like a bit overawed by the game a little bit. And then um, his personality took over a little bit as well. Yeah. And we had it with multiple people kind of going home, I think, in terms of Mimi and, and Michael in particular, who were like, I'm here to play the game. Yeah. And I'm like, just because you're like really outwardly, you know, throwing out names and talking to people doesn't mean the other people aren't playing the game. I think playing yeah. the game sometimes being a lot smarter about what you're doing. That conversation with Simon was really weird. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I liked I liked Simon in it because he, he was a well-spoken, confident kind of yeah. person. And he was sort of saying, I'm not just going to do all the work for you, mate. Like, yeah. You've got to you've got to go. Have you been talking? He said, "Have you been talking to anyone?" Like, I'm on, just, I'm on your side right yeah. now. Basically, you need to, you need to bring me in. Like, let's he's do- pretty much just coming and gone. I want to get rid of George. Well, yeah, so do I, mate. But you know what I mean. That's he's gone. That's my game plan. But I don't yeah. know how to do it. Like, yeah, yeah. I, the Michael thing was really from the get go in terms of him aggressively throwing out the name and then kind of not really knowing what to do other than that. Um, I, Simon's the perfect villain, like, for this show. Yeah. He really leans into it, which I like. I kind of am to- torn between love hating him or hate loving him, like, yeah. <laughs> in the way he's going about things. Um, I think he's a good returning player. Like, yeah. If it was his, if, if it was his first season, like, or when we watched him on his first season, it was hard to like, kind of, as him as much, I suppose. Whereas now... You, you know what to expect from him a little bit. And he's he's probably, yeah, like I've said it before, like leaning into yeah. his, his role of being a villain a bit more. And I think he's embracing that yeah. as well. But he's also, he's showing that he wants to be smarter than previous, um, like his previous season as well. Yeah. Whether he can, um, as, as we're going, whether he can do it as well or not, he's, he's aware, which is good. Yeah, I think... It's hard to not feel that there's an inevitable crash and burn for him, the way he like he's going. But all props to him. 
he's really good at the challenges. He's, you know, really aware and kind of wanting to, to do things and make plays, but it just feels like a, um, you know, flying too close to the sun kind of thing with some of the things he wants to do. And we'll talk about his idol slash nothing or whatever it is <laughs> soon. Um, his colourful cookie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but is there anything from, I think the, the next reward was the strength challenge where they push the, um, the kind of, the thing round. Oh yeah. I'm less concerned of what happened, but more with the, the reward. But I think Liz was really good in this one. We've seen her a little bit kind of come through as Shawnee's um I think there were some surpri- yeah. surprising like victories in like mini victories in that. Um, yeah. Which was which was sort of like good to watch as well. Yeah. Um, if you were like kind of a betting person throughout, like you might not I don't think it went the way that kind of some of the matchups yeah. you thought were going to go. Um I, I liked it. It looked um, some good strategy that f- throughout, but yeah. Well, I, I think the heroes came up with the strategy, and then in the end, they didn't get the the yeah, window. I think I think now is probably the time to talk about it then, because I felt like the strategy that I think Rogue was really up in arms about how we're not playing as smart of them for this reward in the, in episode three was whenever Sean Hampson goes up, they're yeah. like, "We'll send out Stevie. Let's just take this a pass." And then we'll save our better ones to kind of um, go. And it seemed to be Simon versus David Zaharakis. Yep. Um, and it's worked, you know, twice in a row for the reward. So yep. I'm just interested in like, there doesn't seem to be too much of a rhyme or reason sometimes. And I'm not sure if it's editing where they're like, all right, there's three boys on this challenge and now we're going mixed and now we're going one boy and some people can play twice and some people don't play at all. Like, yeah, it's just it's it's weird how is there rules around you know who can go up and what's going on. I, I think this is where probably Australia Survivor lacks in comparison to US Survivor because we do see and we've talked about it in the past we do see uneven matchups we do see like it it's not clear saying okay this this like what you just said this time it's going to be a boy versus boy but um, they can't um, go twice or they can. Or who gets to choose first, or... Yeah. I think... Like, I don't think it would take too much to run those rules through it and go, yeah. all right, and, and make it a lot more fair. And yeah. to be honest, then you're going to you're gonna see a lot more of... Like, meaning there's a lot of players we're still yet to kind of see as much yeah. of. Yeah. There's not a huge group of people, that, and you don't always want to see the same. I think it would be good if you could, like, see everyone early. I agree. Yeah. yeah, and I think there's something to, you know, the makeup of your tribe in these challenges that are specifically designed to lean on individuals, like, yeah. where to make it more kind of team, you know, orientated and makeup. And yeah. as you said, at least give us, I think they purposely kind of omit some of the details so they can, like, lean into the TV of it. Um, but it just, yeah. it, 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 I'm curious, like, on this one, it got to the end, you're like, okay, well, it's girl versus girl, and then Nina and Lee, Liz are the two that kind of, um, uh, I popped up and I'm like, oh, okay, it's just interesting. Is, is it now the opportunity to put your best girl in? Like, why yeah. is it Nina? Why isn't other people had to go? Like, yep. it was it was confusing. But I think the biggest thing from that was five minutes at another camp to raid them has to be one of the better rewards to get, yeah? Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> it's um, And you, you kind of, you were sitting there going, how, how much damage are they going to do? And then... Yeah, we saw a, a lot of kind of <laughs> ethical decisions on on how far you should go or shouldn't you go. With yeah. It. So. So a big question for you then: uh, Are you are you smashing the shelter or are you leaving the shelter up? 
Oh, look. Oh, it, it's, it's it, a hard it, one. It, it's really <laughs> tough. Because they had a good shelter as well. And I suppose they that makes a bit of like, If they had a crap shelter, I think I would have felt less bad yeah. about actually like doing damage to it. Um, I, I probably, I'll, I'll be honest, I reckon I would have left the shelter. Yeah. But then everything else was fair game. and Because if you came back and your shelter was in, you could go, look, they're playing tough, but we're all playing the same game. Like, But I don't know. Like, I mean, yeah. At the same time, yeah, it's a, it's a good advantage because they're, they're starting again effectively and going to exert all this energy in having to build a new shelter. Yeah. It's a hard one. Yeah. It was funny because when they're leaving, the heroes are like, oh, it's a social game too, kind of yelling out. Yeah. They have this Taj Mahal thing. They kind of said they were actually surprised that they didn't knock it down, but they they were pretty dirty on putting out the fire. Um, I'm kind of with you. I reckon if someone else wants to go crazy on the shelter and hack it down, yeah. I'm not stopping them, no. but I'm not probably going out of my way no. to do that. I was so. I was fine with the fire, though. Like, I was yeah, actually, you like the fire? Yeah, yeah because... I, and I think it was said before, if you're going to go on the game, I think you should be able to start fire. Like, I think yeah. that's, that's a skill set that... That should be on you, especially flint, yeah. especially early on. You should have most, at least one person that can in the, in the tribe that can start it. But as it worked out, they um they were able to salvage it anyway. But yeah, I was I was okay with the fire. I was okay, okay with all the food being a bit dirty with that. Um, Food's saw, obvious. Take yeah, it all. Yeah. Yeah, you saw some like funny interactions then with um George and Mimi about putting yeah. the machete down because he he just wanted to go for it. <laughs> Um, and and keep in mind, like he's just coming come back from hospital. Yeah. He's already cut up. He's on on a concussion, probably like concussion watch yeah. still, and he's just wanting to cut this. Um, yeah, cut this hut down. But yeah, um, yeah. This is uh, the first. You know, we got a lot of Mimi, and you know, really, um, you know, all props to her. Like, kind of really voicing her opinion and wanting to kind of like. Um, you know, play a certain way and kind of, you know, influence herself rather than, you know, just stepping in the background. And while it potentially might have been an undoing, like, I, I think it's, you know, fine for you in that scenario to kind of um, want to do things. But I think maybe the safer one is like, if George wants to go hack down their thing, yeah, you don't really make a huge song and dance about it. See, but, no one else was speaking up. I, yeah. I, I like that she thought I could stand up against King George as yeah. meaning he's a returning player. No one knows who I am, but I'm I'm gonna have a voice here and tell him not to. Yeah. Um, and I thought at that stage, like I actually didn't mind her. I thought, yeah, she's spoken up against George. Good on her for having her say. And then, but she kind of left it as well. She didn't. She didn't go too hard. Yeah. Yeah. About it, but then ultimately, I think it probably pretty- it's it was the smarter thing not to completely hack it down. And yeah. when they got to the immunity challenge and they like thank you yeah. it's like oh well you could probably thank Mimi because she's the one that stopped it yeah. um, and I think that's you get a certain certain amount of kind of social credit but the biggest thing was and we'll go again and again I think George is just smart that if you give her anything he's going to be able to turn it back and his whole thing was like well I'm playing this game based on working with the villains I'm not thinking of playing with the heroes down you know the track and why are you doing that now he his yeah. his yeah that's that's a good point as well his his comment back like then drew in in terms of a, a, a just me versus you comment about yeah don't do this well <laughs> why not he's now gone well why are you already thinking about playing with yeah. them like aren't you with us meaning I'm on the, I'm on the villain's right like 
he yeah he, he backflipped it all on her. Yeah, it yeah. It, it was smart. <laughs> it was good, um, but I think <laughs> having the raid compared to a whole stack of cookies, I think the raid's a lot a lot better. But yeah. um, <laughs> I want to talk about the cookies later. It was crazy. Yeah. Add the amount of cookies. <laughs> so many cookies. <laughs> but um, the the immunity challenge for episode two, I think. I can't really remember too much apart from the puzzle. The puzzle's a big thing. Is there anything else you want to talk about? Or are we going to talk about the the finish? I guess Stevie really kind of putting his hand up saying, I want to be in this. And yeah. George is like, well, no, we don't vibe. And I want to be in the, the puzzle challenge. Ultimately, they're downfall. I think it's... Michael was saying this, like, he lost us the challenge. Everyone's like, there's no iron team. Oh, in, you can't say that, but he kind of did, yeah? In, in the past, they've... Um, it's been no dramas subbing someone in who's better at the puzzle. Yeah. So, and I think it's, I, I don't, I, now if they've done this early, I don't want to see another thing where somebody struggling at the end gets subbed out. It's a good point. Because I think it's like, yeah, it's fair for some games, but not the other, but they wanted to swap and they're like, oh no, you can't sub some, someone else into this puzzle. Um, yeah, it's. I hope they're consistent with it, but I know they won't be. Yeah, yeah. And that was that was a big thing for me of that. But. That's, that's a really good point. We'll be on watch, I think, for that one, because you're right. It feels like people can sub out usually, or at least on some things. Um, but, I mean, first time we would have spoken about him, Fraser, I think. Yeah, that, yeah, like yeah. he was on the other puzzle. He didn't cop any flack. No. Um, it was all about George. He comes back and apologizes, basically, for... Yeah. Um, I mean, and some of the one of the unwritten rules would be like, don't apologize for yeah. anything because then they'll use it to get rid of you. Yeah. It didn't really work out that way, but still, I don't think him coming out and saying sorry is probably the best thing. Um, but yeah, anything from that challenge or I think it's now nah. we're going downhill towards the next tribal council. Again, yeah. you know, George is on the name of a lot of people's lips, but yeah. how'd, how'd you um, see kind of the, the build-up towards the tribal council for this one? Well, this and the, I think we've touched on it again. Um, people wanted George out, but it was a matter of how we were going to do it. And then this is where Michael kind of just brought himself undone. And then we, we get to we get to tribal. And I, I think it, it was, even though it wasn't happening, it felt like he was just getting further and further away from the rest of this group. He, <laughs> yeah. was, he was almost sitting by himself <laughs> with it, um, just ready to get his torch snuffed before they even went and voted. Like, I think it, like he just couldn't stay quiet at the right moments, I don't think. Yeah, and it was kind of like hard to watch twice in a row um, in episodes two and then three. I mean, it really felt like people changed their votes unanimously across the whole tribe as the tribal council was going. Yeah. And obviously the only re- the only way to do that unanimously is them to talk to each other. Yeah. And you got Michael sitting there and then Mimi in the other episode kind of, and JLP asking him like, are you concerned about this? And they're like, oh, no, I'm fine. I'm like, yeah. You're, come on, man. Well, this is turning yeah. very obviously against you as it, yeah. as it went. You're right with Michael. I, th- I had very um, kind of noticeably... Obviously, we know that JLP has, you know, a direction about what's going on, so he yeah. can know where to throw questions here and there. He was very, you know, deliberate with some of his questions earlier. I think to Simon and Geordie, yeah. and Michael gave him the next question, wave on. Yeah, I don't know if you know, remember that. Yeah, yeah. And then it just felt as I don't know if it was editing, but from that moment, JLP, I don't think liked that. No, no, <laughs> no. 
And then he was deliberately almost giving him questions then and opportunities for him to paint himself in a corner. Yep. Um, and then immediately that kind of happened. Yeah, I yeah, 100% agree. Like, And obviously the, the trials go for a lot longer than what we see. But, yeah. Um, you still can only edit what's there and I don't think he... Yeah, he definitely didn't paint himself in the... In, in like the best light at all so yeah I felt like he kind of gave him the rope and he hung himself yeah. and again what we said like this is where the George politics kind of showing the brightest like yeah. most people kind of wanted him out going into it and now he's a victim someone who kind of lost the challenge for him but the way they talked about it now Michael's the bad guy for um, highlighting <laughs> that he was yeah. he was the problem um, I don't know why are you mad though? Yeah, that's that's that's, uh, and, and another thing about how George just played that so yeah. so well. Like, going, why are you against me? Why are you so mad? Like, I mean, it's it's putting someone on the spot, and yeah. Who's who's probably not ready for that, and he just wasn't ready to kind of play this game. I don't feel like meaning he, and it was just awkward watching because and George did it beautifully. Yeah, like, yeah. It kind of doesn't really make sense. <laughs> and, uh, repeatedly he's like I just got one more thing why are you mad though yeah and just yeah. but like the way he kind of knew the response that would have been elicited um just really clearly in our eyes and everyone who was sitting there is like okay well let's keep George um for whatever reason <laughs> shield or whatever yeah. and then like okay Michael's um you know not to be someone who I think would have been an easy vote out at any moment of the whole season I know you have to deal with him, which is something that people don't want to do. Um, but again, um, George kind of gets through. Yeah, I think, yeah, I, you're definitely right that shields are a, a bigger thing now as well rather than, and, and soon those shields are going to be, the talk will be about um, your, your resume and, and taking down one of those big players. But, and I think that for a lot of people, that's what, that's what uh, Michael wanted to do. He wanted to be wanted to be a part of the dethroning of the king. Yeah. And but it, yeah, ultimately he just wasn't wasn't ready for it. <laughs> One last thing on this episode. So Michael in our DMs on the Instagram oh. <laughs> page. Oh, Catfish wow. account, we're thinking maybe or maybe uh, <laughs> not sure. I Yeah, it, it's it's nice to it's nice to hear from people. Um we just weren't sure. We were a little bit, yeah. <laughs> it was a bit funny. He's got it on private. If you're listening, open up your account. Yeah. Um, it would have been. It would have been really funny. He wants to come on the pod and do an interview. Oh, I, w- I would have loved it. It was just there were red flags everywhere. I think. Yeah. Right there. I um, think. I think it was a little bit. But if he was um, going to be on the pod, that's what I wanted to ask him. Was did he feel like? I feel like JLP should be as impartial as possible. Mm. And I think he had a direct hand in steering it very closely team i know um michael was the one answering it but it it, it did feel like um he had a, a real um force in kind of pushing it that way from what we saw definitely i'm, I'm happy for him to like send us a send yeah. us a video snippet or something like that of answering anything that he wants to it's open for him to rebut any of what we said we we could have had him here to yeah. answer for himself well, see if good. he's happy with the edit how he got betrayed but yeah. Oh, we we from always all, from all reports. I don't know if it was him or or whether we were speaking to. It could have been a Nigerian prince for yeah. all we know. But yeah. balls back in his court. Would love to have you on the pod, Michael. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that was. 
a lot of things that we'll kind of go over um, in we what we saw in episode three of the Tribal Council. But first thing I want to think, we start with this reward. We already talked about it in episode three. Giant jar of cookies. Do you care about the cookies or I I, I don't. I'm look. I don't. I don't have a sweet tooth. I'm not. Cookies aren't aren't that thing for me. But it was it was huge though. This thing like it was it was way too many cookies. That um, but everyone knew what what's hidden in this jar of cookies. Yeah, I think the funniest thing. Sorry, sorry cheers, man. <laughs> cheers, dude. Play it up. For me, it was. I see that and I'm going back on my, okay, if you see American Survivor probably more, um, that's the last thing you use the whole season. These cookies, yeah. like, it's that big. We go back, you know, we ration it out. Everyone have a cookie a day or whatever. I kid you not. And I was looking and I'd, I'd be interested on in your, there was not a scene for the rest of the episode <laughs> where they didn't have a cookie. No. They brought them to the yeah, Steve, challenge. Steve took one and- <laughs> I actually really like that from Stevie <laughs> that he said he bought one for them and to share it. Like they bought it too. Yeah. They're talking on the beach. They've got these leaves with all their crumbs. Yep. Awesome. I thought that was awesome. That looked so funny. Um, obviously, there's something in it. Yeah. Yeah. And we got to see the undoing of Mimi because of it yeah. as well. Um, it so, was. It was. It was good. Good watching, actually. Her. I. So, what, what? What's your stance on? If there is an idol and there was something, it's definitely not an idol, I think. We'll, we'll see how it goes. But do you risk your game to go? Because we've seen seasons where people have you know done things and it's become critical, but you, you can't get caught, yeah? You're, it's, it's the... Everyone knows that you're there, but it's the playing the, the, um, playing the game too hard too early sort of thing. Yeah. Um, it's the running off into the bush and always looking for an idol makes you on the chopping block. It's and and it also just gives like everyone else ammunition going, if I can paint a target on you, it's not a target on me. So Yeah. Meaning whilst I want to look in that cookie jar too, if I see you looking in, everyone's gonna know that you're looking in that cookie jar because you're playing the cut game too strong. But it, yeah. the, the reality is, um you got you were looking at it before I got to look in it. So yeah. so everyone wanted to, everyone knew about it. Um it was just it's um one of those things that I wonder where it was stored like at <laughs> night and whether they needed just like how long do you wait it out, I suppose, yeah. before you go through it. Um and then what did we see? We I've I've read on some of the things that it might be a nullifier. Um Oh yeah. I but my my thing is because immediately I see, and I'm I agree. Everyone wants it. Everyone wants to search. It's yeah. picking your moment, and if you pick wrong, it can really undo you. That footage of Liz, I think, in night vision, sitting up, oh. creepy, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that was creepy, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but we see Simon opportune time. As I said, like I thought they were going to take forever to get through these cookies. They're twenty four hours, and the jars, you know, nearly gone. Yeah. Simon timing wise perfect. We usually there's something explaining what it is. That yeah. was the big kind of thing for me. Okay, I can't remember the like a, an example where someone's found something with no instructions. No, and so with, are you talking about George as well? Like well, during during that time, that meaning. So they're all eating the cookies. Yeah, and instead of it's it's interesting. Instead of thinking there's something in there, George has taken the time to go. 
while you're all enjoying this, I'm going to go yeah. look for an idol and find it amongst this one tree I haven't. Because of course he does, yeah. And then just come running back and, yeah, like nothing had happened sort of thing. But surely they haven't, oh, as far as we know, they haven't got to the bottom. Surely there's something, whether it be a, yeah. a clue inside to explain what you've found or... I'm super curious because I can't remember the time. And I like when he got it, I was like, well, is it an idol? I don't think it's an idol. And then he obviously very clear he j- makes the leap immediately yeah. that it's an idol yep. and then we see on the screen I don't know if you yeah, mentioned yeah, yeah, cross, yeah, yeah. yeah popped up red cross through it though <laughs> to kind of tell the audience it's definitely not an idol yeah. um, do you reckon there's the, the production guys going did you put the note in as well and like, <laughs> damn, damn I forgot right. the note we can I make the cookies I packed the yeah. little disc but I forgot the note <laughs> I, yeah it has to be something because this now lends itself to like can the producers like decide what it is at some yeah. point? I'm we're gonna see and tune into the next pod because we'll by then surely we'll know what it it is. But yeah, we've got that juxtaposition between George finding this idol that um is very clearly obviously a real one that he's gonna get tattooed next to the other one, and Simon having this um who knows like what it is. But um an update from Instagram, I did see that George got it on his arm. Oh, did he? Yeah, oh, he, great! He's, he's already he's already got it. He was. He was in the chair um, with with his shirt off, showing the other one, and he, <laughs> yeah, he got it on the inside of his arm. So that's great. I love that. It, 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 to be honest, it, it looks a, a bit better, but it's not hard. But it does look better <laughs> than the other one. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's great. Um, I guess the, the the next thing though was we we talk about Simon having his baggage. Obviously, yeah. he gets voted out last time he was on with two idols in his pocket. Yep. His whole thing is like. I need to use this one right. I can't get um, blindsided with it. And then we're building up saying, oh, everything he was talking about, about using it, I was like, I kind of like this. Well, that's many sleepless nights, isn't it? Yeah. He's had, like he's, you know, he's been awake at night going, I cannot be this guy again. I can, yeah. And I do think it's a, a really real and important thing that's not to be glossed over that obviously you're playing a game and you're playing to win it, but, you're in front of, you know, a national audience and yep. he would have lived through everything that happened afterwards in terms of how he played and how he came out. So, you know, it is redemption. It is partially wanting to win money and be a sole survivor. And it is partially trying to rewrite the books a little bit about what each story is. So, I mean, I 100% get it. I think the plan was kind of not bad, good. Yeah. But obviously, it was never going to work because it wasn't an idol. No, and then there's a part of you. It was it was good watching because you don't you you want to play it just to see so we can be explained what it is. As yeah. Well. And like, and then when they're trying to include Shawnee in on it, you're thinking, yeah. well, Shawnee's got her own agenda with George, so has that kind of stuffed everything up there? And then the unlikely voice of reason, or at least that kind of saved it a little bit. Happened to be Geordie, like yeah, and and I've I've really enjoyed Geordie's game so far as well. Like he's playing, but he was sort of like, nah, man, like, yeah, don't do it. And he's he's a bit more level headed, I think, than um. And he's been another one that's kind of been been burnt on the end of um Jesse, yeah, getting voted um voted out after. So there's idle history there as well with that, but. Yeah, I think yeah. it's surprising we've gone this long talking, not talking much about Geordie. But yeah. to be honest, he hasn't been huge on this week. And yeah. I expect that we're going to get much more for him. Because I think you're right. He's been very good on, on his subtleness so yeah. far. Um, if you're Simon, I just, again and again, 
don't tell Geordie what it is. Yeah, and I I think he was, yeah, and we and we saw some more awkward viewing about feel it in my bum crack. Yeah, sort of. I thought that was great. <laughs> but I, I was laughing. <laughs> I watched that episode with um like my father-in-law. He's not a fan of like all the reality. He sat down. He had a good chuckle on that yeah, bit. He liked yeah. it. I thought that was good. That was good TV. Yeah, I was watching with my partner, and she, <laughs> and she, and she like. She wasn't. She was on the phone for the whole bit, but then she's looking up, going, "What's going on?" <laughs> I'm like, "I don't know." <laughs> He's like, "It's in my ass crack." He's like, "I want to feel it." Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> I I understand if you're Simon going. I'm not sure what this is. Yeah, it's good for me to show trust, but also use someone to help me work it out and do a plan. But he's like, "I this is an idol. This is what I'm gonna do." Yeah. Um, I think he he could have kind of because Geordie, voice of reason or on the opposite end, you say, "Well." No, him. He's trying to make sure you played in a way that's good for his game, not yours. Yeah, it was. It was funny because at he's, the end, it's kind of thing like what you said. It was a good, bad kind of yeah. decision, as we as we know. But he, um, in the in the end, they probably Shawnee was the the one that just wanted George to be around still. So yeah, that was what kind of threw it, like from not going, kind of any further. But yeah, yeah. As soon as you get this point. Um, I thought of the funniest line was like, "Do you want to make history with me?" Oh I was yeah! Like, Holy shit, man! That's so dramatic, but it's good. I, I thought it was cool. I'm so glad that they're like nowadays that everyone's mic'd up so much that you can just you can hear everything as a whisper. Yeah, like and and know what they're kind of whispering to each other. And we got to see a little bit of the carnage moving around that I that I love at tribals where someone gets out up out of their seat and starts whispering to someone else. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, so you got to see that play out as well. Yeah. I mean, it was another really great episode. I think, I don't know if there's much about the actual immunity challenge to talk about unless, you know, the heroes again are kind of on a real run right here. They don't look like losing. It's Well, you you look at who they've got as well. I mean, they do have a a very, I reckon they've got on paper a a much stronger side. Um yeah, yeah I think yeah depending like most probably group team challenges where they're all in they they look kind of unbeatable yeah well they've got the meat tray as yeah. uh, Ben would have said I, I, see I, I loved watching Ben <laughs> yeah, do that as well that was that was good um, and the only question because we've both got um, you know young kids so I'm frequenting playgrounds a lot more than I have been how are you on the monkey bars um, not as good as I used to be <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not as good as I used to be. Like, it's one of those things that I, I probably couldn't tell you the last time. Yeah. I did it as well, but in your head, you're probably a lot better than what you, you think. Yeah. And it always looks a lot easier, but... That was my takeaway when I went, I was like, I used you know, hammer the monkey bars and now you're a little bit older. I'm not sure if it's like arm strength or way up top. And you're like, holy shit, this is harder than it yeah. used to be. Yeah. I felt watching it, I was like, whoever's going to switch to do... First, first yeah. First is going to have... As, and then as soon as the hero switched, it's like, okay, villain, you need to switch or now, you're going to be dead. Yeah, I, um, I was I was the same. And then they actually struggled a bit with the switch as well. But yeah. I, I, I thought the same. I'm like, why would you just not have switched earlier as well? And because it, when I you've got those big guys to, to move yeah. that, um, to move the ladder to that position, it wasn't that hard. And then it was going to be easier and you were going to be quick from there on in. So Yeah, I mean, that's another one where we won't yeah. ever know kind of what the thing was. <laughs> yeah. I think they had to have a fail safe because I was like, there's no way everyone's going to get across here. No. Well, you know, just watching a couple of people. 
so you needed that switch but it's like oh hang on at what point could have they switch should they switch um you know it was all a little bit weird from from that but obviously the heroes come through and we get another tribal council i'm hoping and we've already been foreshadowed a little bit about the heroes maybe throwing a challenge yeah yeah <laughs> actually so i was talking tribe swap if we've got um footage of them throwing a challenge it doesn't happen then yeah or do they have all this talk about throwing it and then they well yeah who knows because well, how many episodes we've got this period because whether three, whether, yeah. whether we're getting a whether we're getting a preview of I many there still could be a tribe swap this week yeah you know yeah, what yeah. i mean so we might be getting sunday's preview where they're throwing a challenge and then by the next episode it's it's a tribe swap or yeah things things move very quickly they do and then and, and then at the same time and then they're quick paced yeah. yeah yeah people come out people come back in we'll be on watch for the first um australian survivor twist style thing um we'll pay homage to our our, our fallen mate jacob who who loves a twist and i hope we at least get someone come back or or voted out and joining <laughs> yeah. the other, Me other too. tribe maybe we'll, we'll get him for that point or just a little clip of him being uh upset about yeah. <laughs> everything that australia survivor seems to do to stack the odds against you know people who are playing well but yeah. um yeah another one you know obviously we spoke the villains go through ultimately they decide you know simon doesn't play this you know whatever it is we don't get information about it but as we said you know another time where um the the vote just kind of shifted from stevie um onto mimi in the moment unanimously um which i think is a little bit surprising to see everyone vote for mimi um but i mean it was obviously as clear to people sitting there as it was on the couch at home yep. that this was something that was happening she didn't have a good episode did she maybe she um with with the cookie jar but yeah. and as we were talking about with the quick swap she was one that was determined in her just for her own win to get across those monkey bars and yeah. just took so long on there and they were telling her to drop and she just wouldn't yeah that, I thought I thought that was a little bit weird when some it was almost background that I don't know if Mimi could hear it but we got it at yeah. home on the like just drop just drop yeah um I think it's hard to like, or if you're telling someone to drop already, switch the ladder. What are we doing? Yeah, just for, um, force it. Start taking the ladder. Yeah. Anyway, it yeah. was. And then, yeah, didn't see what happened to Michael and kind of had to talk a little bit too much to Tribal. I, I'm i interested because I think that, I mean, it's. I think if you're a good, strong Tribe or you're good players or a good alliance, mm. it's hard for you to, you don't want to be switching your vote. Um, in the moment at Tribal Council, but it's happened twice in a row. It does feel like this whole Villains tribe is quite fickle or like, do they care who's going home as long as it's not them? Like, I don't know what's going on really, but I think there's a lot of people they feel they're disposable, so who gives a shit? Let's just, let's get rid of them. And that's how it seems so far. Yeah, and being on the same page, I guess, is that, that's the most important thing. Well, we've lost, we've, we've had three people voted out and they're all, new new players who yeah. they weren't kind of which I found a bit strange except for like obviously losing Jackie but three there's, there hasn't been yeah, I thought one of the big big names might have gone early but. yeah yeah me too and we'll see that because uh, all the promos are now how Haley's like a returning winner has never lasted yeah, past big. the first tribal yep um, which is obviously an Australian thing yep um, I don't know there's been Jericho did he play again? I can't remember. 
Well, it's obviously, it's obviously, yeah. Well, I'd have to look through the. Yeah, the I think were. it's um, obviously an Australian thing because we've seen winners come back from other ones and get past. Um, obviously, everyone was a winner in season forty, yeah, <laughs> whatever. Exactly, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it's a good point. Now we've done really well. I think to get through everything that we had was it was a heavy week, a great week of Survivor. Um, well, we started, yeah. and, and what I touched on at the start of the podcast was the. Um, George's hat, and we ended up with George's hat at the end of, yeah. the, of the last trial. We in a very Russell Hance sort of burning, burning the, um, burning the hat. What did, what, did you enjoy it? I I kind of liked it. I yeah. loved it. Like I, I, I just <laughs> love stuff like that because he's just had it like scrunched up in his bag. Last to leave trial. Like I always actually really enjoy the interactions as the players are leaving trial with JLP, the little looks, the winks, the, yeah. and now like something like burning the hat. It's always that last person to leave. There's yeah. always a little thing sometimes. Yeah, we, we get a, a good... Um, JLP normally yeah. throws a pun away, and then you get like that little <laughs> walk. It's it's almost like the favourite part of the episode. I feel like we didn't get a pun this week, did we? Yeah, you got that's the way the cookie crumbles. Ah, oh, shit, you're right. Yeah. And, there, and then there, <laughs> there was... so bad. And then... There, I think there was the pancake. I think he went the pancake one again, but there, and there was one on the second. I'd have to look it up. Yeah. Again, okay. You're, I'll, I'll, you, I'll start. I'll start keeping tabs. Again, I was going to say no. You're you're a lot more locked in on it. <laughs> um, I we've said it on the first season. JLP is great. I'm yeah. I'm on watch now to see how you know uh, tribal council goes um, in terms of his questioning. But um, I I just thought it was a a really nice intro to what is a, hopefully going to be a really good season of um, Australian Survivor. So it, it was a solid week, and it's come around... Survivor's come around quick to, again. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, big time. I think the American one's around the corner too. Yeah, like much to the love of our loved ones, I'm sure they, yeah. they appreciate the, the time we spend either watching and potting about it, but yeah. It's, I'm glad that like we've got a lot of people in our lives who like Survivor, so it's not like a, a thing to watch it, but... Yeah, is there is there anything else before we head um, into? A few oh, I'll, I'll touch on it now, just quickly that we're gonna um, gonna try and get our socials up a bit more as well, be a bit more interactive with people. Um, at the same time, if you are listening, thank you. But messages if you want to hear certain things, messages if you've got questions that you want us to put out there and ask people. Like, it's just I think it's just good just to be a bit more interactive and just steer it a, a different way a, a little bit as well. So yeah, we'll see how we go. We're we're still learning as we're going as well. Like it's new to us, but at the end of the day, we just love talking about survivors. So that's that's like that's it. That's yeah, the most of it. One hundred percent echo that. It's a great point. We really enjoy doing the US survivor things, and I think it's good that it's there for people. You know, as soon as you want, but. Australian Survivor is kind of why we started it, and it's good to get back to, to another season of it. And now's the, the, as good a time as any. If you, there's anything you want us to kind of touch on as, as soon as like an episode finishes and you want to get in touch, there's a really good chance that um, we'll be talking about yeah, it. If exactly. If, if, if you've got ideas for segments as well, we, we might play on it for a week and see how it goes as well. We're happy, we're happy to do anything. We're loose and fast. <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll try everything. I like it, but... Things that we are sticking with, because yeah. I think it works really well, is that we're going to have our Gabs um, power ranking. So, I know it's weird. There's a lot of people, but uh, what have you felt? Give us give us your ranks. So, as I've said all, all along, like power rankings are tough in the in the first couple of episodes. So, and, and with so many players, like I'm not just going to bore you and just rattle off names. So, I'm going to just do like a top five in no particular order and a bottom five in no particular order. They're kind yep. of just grouped there. Um I'll start. I'll go with the bottom five first. I think a clear 
a clear person that's at the bottom at the moment hasn't had her time is Rogue. I'm, yeah. I can't warm to her yet, and I, I feel the tribe's got a feeling about her as well. I'm going to be a bit ageist here, which backfired with me with um, the American season with my... Um, yeah, with... Uh, was it Mike? Yeah, I've already... His gone. first name was yeah. Mike Gabler. Mike, yeah. yeah, Gabler, yeah. That's, um, I've got, so, ages on him early thinking he was on the bottom. I'm putting Jerry down the bottom yet. He hasn't really been there about. Um, Stevie's an odd one. He's down the bottom still. Um, I think he's going to be outdone by Shawnee again. Yeah. Um, Fraser, he's there for whatever reason. And then, I know I said I was doing a bottom five, but I'm putting three as my fifth in the bottom five. Being returning, being whether it's Simon, George, or Haley, only because not because I think they're all good players, but they're only at the bottom five of the power rankings because they're going to get undone by one of them's kind of going to fall on the sword early. I think um, that's the only reason. I, I actually like all three how they're playing at the moment. Haley, we haven't seen as much, so that that's kind of rounds at the bottom five, top five once again. No particular order. We've got David, um, footy player, playing well. He's likable. Um, and he's also able to just dominate challenges to an extent. I like Matt um, as well. The, he's uh, the lifeguard, the sort of yeah. lifesaver yeah, um, cool. sort of thing. I think he'll do well in water challenges. And he's kind of got that quiet. And he can hide behind some of the bigger boys, but still be thereabouts. Um, yeah. I've chucked Nina up there because I reckon she's she's got... What she's got in her back pocket is her mum and how to play. And we just kind of didn't see enough of it. Which also might help her because she didn't get to play a big as big a game. She's just a returning favourite at this stage. Um, Sammy's up there for a, a similar reason to probably Matt and David. I just I like his presence and he's kind of got that likable. And then I've I've got Geordie up there. Yeah, um, cool. <laughs> I think he's he's learning from he's, he's showing it that he's got a bit of smarts and he's probably going to be able to um, be the kind of right hand man to Simon without being as kind of snakish or coming across as snakish. But they're, they're the early day power rankings. Um, we'll see how they go and um, I'm looking forward to getting back to them. I reckon we'll start in a really good spot. I like that. Um, I think the call about Nina is really good and um, I think you're right. Like automatically I would, if we were, before we even watched anything, you know, Haley, George, and Simon are fighting from a place of kind of, you know, past player label and stuff like that. So um, I'm, I'm so excited that we're back and yeah. I think we've hit the ground running. I will touch on, on just the top five earlier. I've only got one female at the moment because I, I think there's a lot of similar females at, that haven't kind of, through whether it's the edit or not, they're still very strong and dominant and likable, but they haven't kind of had the chance to really step up or do anything. Or So you're going... Early days, you're going based on probably appearance and physique and strength alone, but you don't... Yeah. Um, yeah, it's yeah, a hard it's, one. It's kind of is hard, I think. I think we'll... As you said, it's a hard one at the top, and we'll get a bit of a feel as we go. The David Zaharakis one, and I feel like it's hard saying just David. <laughs> as yeah. we go, if yeah. people know him as a football player, it's always David Zaharakis. But yeah. um, him kind of having Sean as almost a... Sh- the shield. We talk about yeah, Shawnee yeah. and George. I think that's a good thing for him he's, going they're, forward. Yeah, they're both AFL players, but he's not as tall and yeah. stands out as much. <laughs> he's happy to kind of like be on the meat tray, but not be the was it the T Baron or the Porterhouse yeah. that Shawnee is? Or I think yeah. Well, he's the, he's the backstrap, David. So yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's the backstrap. <laughs> and say that actually, I was just looking through my list. I only had one female on the top five, but I only had one female on the bottom five as well. So 
Yeah. Oh, I had a three-way. Yeah, three-way with Haley. Way with Haley. So, this is going to be a big week for Haley. I I'm really glad that she's back, and I'm excited to see her. Uh, throwing a challenge is always dangerous. Mm. I hope you know we're only seeing previews, but we'll see how that one goes. Um, but yeah, another power rankings done, and what we do before we wrap up every single diamond in the buff podcast is that we do a special diamond in the buff segment where it's just something that kind of comes up that i think is interesting to talk about that doesn't you know fit into the normal conversation or something that i want to highlight to where we get a little bit fun with it if you listen uh to the last season of the american one this we, is this is growing this is we went pretty out there this has been big and I, this is something this is what i look forward to like because uh, i, I want to know where you where you're going uh, dude you've, you've set you, you probably went a bit high last I think I went high. I think the the expectations the were near. Like, we have to push it back down because okay. this <laughs> episode one we'll, we'll start lower. And then... This one was a little bit um, harder because there wasn't a lot of things standing out. But I did I did feel, and I'll just rapid fire on a couple of things before my proper dime in the buff. But you can tell that it's Australian Survivor. We see the alpha jocks coming out of people. Yeah, that was the first thing I thought of <laughs> with the alpha jocks. Yeah. Um, did you have the doghouse added? Big, big, big rep for Kmart. Yeah, no, go, go, go Kmart. Um, <laughs> the doghouse ad. The whole bloody time of that first episode, two hours worth of it in the corner. That annoyed me. I just wanted to talk about it. Prop no, this Now we get proper diamond in the buff one. I'm glad the doghouse <laughs> didn't end up being your diamond in the buff. We talk about the doghouse more than we should, so I wanted to get a but um, we've we've you know been really hard and 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 Jacob especially um was on how like how do you prep before getting on Survivor? Yep. If you're on there and you don't know how to use Flint, what are you doing? If you're not going out there at least kind of wanting to do a little bit of training, what are we doing? I love the fact that Ben, who has potentially looked at like what's good and what's um you know what are my strengths, what are my weaknesses, what can I do to kind of prepare to go out there. I'm going to learn how to weave fronts. I don't know how to build a shelter, but you know, this yeah. is something I can do and I'm going to do it. Yep. And then, so he gets to try Like, this is what I can do. They give him that task. Easy kind of coasting thing for you to do. You don't have to do that. Oh, am I working too hard? Am I working too late? Like, I just thought it was really good to, we've seen someone who's gone, how can I prep for the show? And this is something that's really easy in my wheel set. Um, for me to do, I just thought it was worth worth kind of. I think it's out. good. I've liked Ben. I think he's given us a, a few good moments early, and and we've got to bring up Franz again. Could, yeah, like any, <laughs> could be sleeping under Franz. He could make he could make Dunas very run out of Franz now. But yeah, if and, you haven't seen the American Survivor, yeah. least go back. But um, yeah, I th- yeah I think that's a good start for the Dominant in the Buff. It's a it's a nice one. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a easy one. How we go in and we can build as we go with the season. Plenty more Survivor to come, but. Um, five hours with a survivor, hour and twenty minutes. I think we're Not doing bad. right. Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's good to be back. Um, make sure you tell your friends. I mean, friends. <laughs> <laughs> oh, starting hot. Yeah. I love it. Um, that's only one of the reasons why it's an absolute pleasure to have you on the podcast. Um, and we're gonna keep churning him out. Um, some of them in person, some of them Zoom, but it's been really good to have you here. Um, to kind of. I think if we can at least try and make it a ritual to to do a pot over a beer i think it's i think we deserve it so i'm happy, it. I'm happy to i'm happy to continue this tradition so. well we'll have a maybe washing party people come over watch survivor do a pod it's always it's always a bit of a fun but um yeah 
straight up, it, this pod's going to come out and we're going to be really quickly into more Survivor because it's on, you know, every other night basically yeah. for the week. But um, absolute pleasure having you, mate. So th- thanks for coming around. And, and yeah, we'll be, we'll be talking a lot more as we go. Look forward to it. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Cheers, guys. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye. Tell your friends. <laughs>